This is the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose, where I strategize with business owners on how to grow and scale their businesses to hit their income goals. This is episode 156 of the Influencer Entrepreneurs Podcast with Jenny Melrose. Today, I am speaking with Jillian O'Keefe, who is going to be diving into how to increase your Instagram engagement. She not only is going to be delivering some huge tips and tricks, but in the show notes, we are going to make sure to link to an additional resource for you where she's going to do a five-day Instagram challenge that is going to increase your engagement. So if you are driving, don't pull over right now, but make sure that you have the opportunity to click through to the show notes to make sure that you grab it. All right, let's dive in. All right, here we go. Jillian, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here as well. Very good. Will you introduce yourself and your business to my audience? I would love to. So I am Jillian O'Keefe. I am an Instagram strategist. I am really good at taking people's vulnerable, true, authentic stories and turning it into a creation of raving fans on Instagram. Um, And I also am really good at creating that engagement that everybody craves on Instagram that everybody says it's not there anymore, but it really is. You just got to know how to find it. I totally agree. So because you're bringing up the facts about engagement, which is what we're going to dive really deep into, your thoughts on the algorithm changes that everyone whines about. And of course, I'm saying it with a negative commentation already. So you know my thoughts, but <laughs> I'd love to hear yours. I, the algorithm is there for a reason. And I think it's a good one because I know in the beginning when it first was instituted and everybody was against the change in the opening feed where everything used to just always be there. And everybody was a little sad about it disappearing. I actually like it. Yeah, some days it's a little weird and you'll get a post that was posted four or five days ago. But overall, I am getting the most engaged posts in my feed, which is what you want, right? You don't want to see the old, boring stuff. Well, maybe some people do, but I like to see the really engaging material because I want to know about it too. I want to engage on it too. So I think the algorithm is necessary for that reason. And I also think that as a business owner, it should not be a reason that you don't proceed further in business on Instagram. I think that there is an absolute way to work with the algorithm than against it. And when you put it out there that, oh, the algorithm is a pain in the butt and I hate the algorithm, all you're doing is making it worse for yourself where change that mindset and start thinking of it as a aid for you and you'll totally feel differently. <clears throat> yes. I think it also helps us understand what our audience actually wants from us and needs yeah. from us, right? Like if you have a post to your feed that it doesn't get any sort of engagement, just hits on deaf ears, well, there's probably a reason why that that happened, right? Yes, absolutely. Great point. If, if when, anytime I put a post out there, if, when you know it gets fewer likes or fewer engagements, it's always good to go back and look at it. Like, all right, was it the picture? Was it not an intention, attention grabbing picture? Or was it the content that I shared? And there's always something to learn there. So absolutely. All right. So engagement or followers, which is most important? You can probably guess, but I'm going to say engagement 100%. 
I don't care. I have 3000 followers right now on Instagram, which it's one of those cobbler shoes things where my account doesn't get the attention that my clients do. Um, but I still get a ton of likes and, and on really good posts, I get a ton of comments because I am engaged and because my computer community knows who I am and wants to talk to me and share with me and share my joys and share my successes and then share the down stuff too. Um, follower count doesn't matter. I know that when you have that t- 10K and you get the swipe up, that's exciting, but it isn't everything. And sometimes those swipe ups don't even do so well analytically. It's more if, if you have an engaged following, that's the most, that's where you're going to find the business. That's where you're going to make sales and you're going to actually build these, this tribe of people that just can't wait to get their hands on your new materials. Yes. It's about that tribe. It's about that community. And I love the fact that you said about 10,000 followers swipe up and that it doesn't always necessarily work. I actually have a podcast episode where I talked about don't use swipe up. I have plenty of clients that have the ability to use it and they choose not to because they actually see that it works better. If they give a call to action, if they're using it or Instagram stories and doing a poll and then DMing and actually building that sense of community and that engagement. Absolutely. I can completely agree with that. That's actually one of my clients. She just started boosting up her YouTube page. And when we first started, we were doing the swipe up right away. And then I said, why don't we try doing this where we'll put a poll, like, you know, whatever the topic is, are you looking to learn more about this in stories? We did this in stories and then put the poll and everybody who said, yes, we would DM with the link. And we saw a much higher success rate than when we had the swipe up. Yes. And that honestly is how I have sold the majority of my tickets for my conference. That is a large price product. They actually have to come to get here, to be here for it. Um, It does. It works. It's polls are great. That is my bread and butter. I will (laughs) for sure. So if we're talking about increasing Instagram engagement, can you give us some steps or some tips on like how to go about doing that? Absolutely. So my favorite thing to do, and probably the easiest, there are two things that I would recommend that if you can do nothing else, do these two things as frequently as possible. One is when you open your app, set your timer on whether it's your watch or your phone for five minutes and scroll that opening feed and just like, not don't go super fast or crazy or anything like that, but just like and engage with those photos on your opening feed, because chances are a good majority of them also follow you back, even though you're following them. And that it nurtures that audience that you've already built on Instagram. The other thing I would recommend is setting your watch again, five minutes and finding a hashtag where your ideal customers or clients are hanging out. And then again, scroll and like, not super fast, super leisurely, like you're actually looking at the photos because you don't want to look like a bot to Instagram. That would be bad. But if you just scroll and like for five minutes, that is going to boost your engagement. Then you can add in commenting and all that too. But those two things, that's 10 minutes. You can do that. You know, maybe you're a nursing mom and you're putting your daughter or son to sleep. You could do it that way. Or you you don't have to be a nursing mom, a mom. Um, Maybe you're sitting watching some TV you can't stand and you can just sit there and do it then. It's, It's something that can be done while you're waiting for your son at Taekwondo or something. You know, it's, it's just a matter of doing and committing to it and actually doing the work. Yes. And it's funny that you said about nursing mom and spending the time to be able to do that because 
when I had my second daughter, that was what I would do, but I didn't do it on Instagram. I did it on Google plus uh, so down, like kicking myself in the pants for having <laughs> spent the time over there doing that. But it is, it's the perfect time to be able to go through and look for it and interact and engage. Uh, tell me about, do you feel like there's specific accounts that you should be interacting with? You mentioned hashtags. Where should we be looking to engage? Absolutely. So hashtags are important and that I get into a lot of detail in the challenge that I, I created. It is, there's a reason that, and there's specific hashtags that you should go into because a lot of people, I use this example in my challenge, but for instance, anybody who sells young living, a lot of times when they'll hashtag a photo, they'll use hashtag young living, which is fine, except that everybody within that hashtag is already probably a distributor. You're not looking, you're not going to find any clients there. Where if you share something like low toxic life or oily living or something like that, you're more likely to find people who are interested in your product. So that's hashtags though. But the same thing when it comes to people and accounts that you want to engage with, because you don't want to just go now Marie Forleo, Forleo is amazing. I love her, but I probably would not go and engage with the people that follow her or the commenters on her posts mainly because there's two reasons. A lot of the people that comment, their accounts are too large. They're not going to notice me, you know, commenting on their stuff. But two, because they're too generalized. They're, the people there aren't necessarily looking for an Instagram strategist, right? So you want to find people that have a similar audience to your own. So if you have a retreat, maybe you look at another retreat's Instagram account um, with a bigger following, um, I like to look at accounts that have 5k or higher. Otherwise, then you kind of run into the same people. Um, if you have, uh, if you're a business coach, maybe find a business coach with a similar niche and start engaging with their followers and, and their comments and stuff like that. And you'll end up seeing maybe some of the people follow you, but either way, again, your account is going to gain that engagement just because you're building a community. I love that suggestion. And a lot of my audience would either probably be like a, let's use a vegan food blogger as an example. Could you give an example similarly of like what that would look like? So you're saying like, find that hashtag, engage with those followers that they have. That's maybe an account of 5,000 followers or larger. Would you go, is there a number where you're like, they're a little bit too big? Like let's say 50,000 or a hundred thousand. Yeah, I would probably say I wouldn't go higher than 20,000. With the caveat that if you are larger, then you can go larger. So I, one of my clients has like, has 20 plus K followers. I don't have a problem going and engaging with larger accounts. People like Lewis Howes or Marie Forleo and stuff with her account, because people notice her. If, if she comments, people are like, oh, wow, she's got a huge following too. Um, but somebody like a vegan food blogger, I don't know any other or any hashtags or anything off the top of my head, but they don't want to go and, and hashtag their photos vegan food blogger because all they're going to find is vegan food bloggers. What they'd want to hashtag it with is if they're writing a recipe, maybe the ingredients, um, maybe there are other hot vegan hashtags within their, their niche that they could use. Um, and it's the same with who they go and check out. So if it's, if it's an account that has a larger following, and they're a similar niche, that's a gold mine there. You can engage with all of their followers. You can engage with all of the commenters, not only within those comments, but going to their profiles too and engaging with them on their own profiles. Um, and it brings people in. So 
<laughs> I guess with hashtags, you want to go to places where your clients and customers are hanging out, not the actual, the, not the actual same type of people. But when it comes to the people, you want the same kind of people so that you can go into their comments, if that makes any sense. No, that totally does. And I think that when it comes to being in food bloggers, being able to find people that are looking for that content, and those are the people that you then want to interact with and start to create that relationship with. Now, we keep using the word engage. And I want to make sure that we're really clear on what that looks like, because I have definitely had direct messages from people that will never have liked a photo. And then they decide they're going to engage with me by sending me a direct message about their services and how to sign up and how they'd love to coach me and whatever else. So let's (laughs) define engagement just so we're clear. Yes, absolutely. And that, what you mentioned is not engagement. I mean, the technical term it is, but it is not what I mean. 100% not what I mean. Engagement in the way that I mean is liking photos of people's on people's accounts. So if you see somebody who would be an excellent client of yours, an excellent customer of yours, going into their bio, liking some of their photos, commenting on some of their photos with real genuine comments, like legitimate comments that you actually read what they wrote, or you're in, you know, the picture you've noticed what's going on in there and building that relationship, watching their stories. If it's somebody that you're really interested in following only if you genuinely have a, genuinely have an interest in them, not just to unfollow in a couple of weeks, all that stuff, all that, that negative follow and follow DMing off the top. It, it's a turnoff and it doesn't build your following. It doesn't build your tribe. All it is, is just alienating you from somebody who could have been a good part of your community. Um, so yeah, no, no cold DMs like that. Um, the only kind of DMs that I am okay with is if someone begins following you and you send a welcome DM with no pitch in it. It's literally just, thank you. I'm so glad you followed me. Um, you know, what's, what's something that you're struggling with right now, or what's something that you need some help with, like depending on what your, what your niche is, but no cold pitches and in, in the DMs. I love that. No. And I think that that's so important to really like hit on that fact that you want to really build that relationship. You've got to give it time. And in a time where it was follow unfollow, I still can see people doing that. Um, They'll like like six pictures and all of a sudden they're following me. And I'm like, why are they following me? And how long are they going to actually stay around? Especially when I look at the content and they are a coach themselves or whatever it might be based on the industry. I think it's so important to think about. Um, So you actually offer a challenge that walks people through increasing their engagement. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Absolutely. Um, I, I actually had so much fun creating this. Um, it is my first challenge, the first thing I've ever created. And it was such a success. Um, in the beginning, so right off the bat, people think we're going to dive right in. And, and there was a couple of people in the beginning that were surprised. But the first lesson is actually about optimizing your bio on Instagram, because if you're going to build your engagement and you're going to have more people coming and seeing you or searching for you, you want them to actually be able to find you. So taking the time to update your bio, make sure it explains and talks about who you are what you do. Um, You only have two searchable fields on Instagram, your username and your headline, making sure those are good. Um, And then we step into on day two, talking about hashtags. So I teach you my method on finding hashtags that actually work. And the benefit of this lesson is one, 
you will find hashtags that you can use on your photos. So now you'll know how to find the right ones for your photos. And two, you'll have places to go and engage with when you're taking your time and scrolling and liking. And then the rest of the week, the final three days, we talk about engagement, engaging in hashtags, engaging with other big accounts. And then in the last day, I teach you my um, 15 minute sprint, the strategy there. And then the steps I take in my actual engage like a boss hour, which I do and sell for my clients. Um, I take you through step-by-step what I do and the engagement that you get from that hour is incredible. It blows up. Now I should say it's not long. Like you have to be consistent. You can't just do this once and expect your account to grow. You have to do this every single week over and over again. (laughs) It's time consuming. It's very time consuming, but it's so worth it when you get the results. I love it. Yes. So what we're going to do is we're going to link to that in the show notes. So if you're driving, don't feel like you have to stop right now and pull over to get to it, but we will make sure that it's there so that you can click right through and be able to join in on that challenge. How often do you run it just in case someone's going back in the archives and finds this? So I'm going to be running it evergreen. It actually is just something I decided yesterday. I was trying to decide if I run it live again, and I probably will maybe in January, but December with the holidays, it's too crazy. I don't know when I'm going to get enough people engaged again because everybody's focused on the holiday. So I thought I'll turn it evergreen and then I can do like so many people with challenges do choose a time or choose a week to make it go live and have the people who want to join in, join in. So it'll be there no matter when they listen to this. Excellent. Perfect. So Jillian, where are the best places to get in touch with you? Instagram. Um, I'm on Instagram as at Jillian finding happy and you, I, I do the most engagement there. I am stories almost every day. I post as frequently as possible. I'm on Facebook too. I don't even know what I am over there. I think it's I think it's baby Duda, which is so funny. That was my mommy blog that I had when I was doing that years ago. So just find me on Instagram at Jillian finding happy, happy. That's perfect. Um, that's where a lot of my people are. That's where they're interacting and DMing me. So that's excellent. If they have any questions related to this, they can DM you. Absolutely. As as ask people like, feel free to take a screenshot and tag us. We love knowing that you guys are watching and how you're watching. So. Perfect. Jillian, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and my audience. I'm so excited about the challenge. I know it's going to be a ton of value. It's my pleasure. I'm so excited. I love Instagram. So feel free. All the dams are welcome. Excellent. All right. Well, there you have it. It isn't as difficult as we all seem to think it is to increase our Instagram engagement. And like Jillian said, those algorithms are not put in place to hurt you. They are there to benefit you and your audience to better serve them. So instead of complaining, let's change our mindset and really figure out ways to engage better. Now, if you are looking for a more deeper dive, make sure that you sign up for Jillian's challenge that she is running. There is a link in the show notes so that you can make sure that you are part of that. As always, we appreciate when you leave a review on iTunes. Make sure you use your Instagram handle in the review so that I can send you a personalized thank you. And if you're out listening to the podcast, I'd love for you to take a screenshot, tag me at Jenny underscore Melrose, and I will be sure to get back to you. All right, guys, until next time, I will see you all then. 